All right, welcome to another episode. This is what eleven. God, I've lost count. Yes, almost a year. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that went by quick. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be June, no, May, no, yeah, May or June. Last year is when we started. First episode came out, and now we're running around to the eleventh, twelfth episode. So it'd be almost a year. So we'd be on the tenth episode. No, you're right. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Anyways, welcome to another episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast. <laughs> On this episode, we're going to be looking at into securing your home, your family, with the techno gadgets of the future. Of course. today. Because if you're going to secure it and you're a geek... You're going to get techie with it. Yeah, he's not going to get a master lock and put it on your front door. Ah, That's so old school, man. Nah. <laughs> if you can't control it three ways from Sunday, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you can't look by through your phone, and if you're not there and you can't see, well, what's why even have it? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be looking at the automated, not, uh, not automated, but, you know, the smart technology of uh, the home security system that are out there right now from, like, ADT, Ring, Vivant. Vivant, yep. Vivant. I Sim- always get that name wrong. Yeah, it's all right. Simply Safe. Plus, there's so many others. Uh, they're the smaller companies. But let's go ahead and jump into it with, let's say, Vivant. Vivant. Sure. How do you say it again? Vivant. Vivant. V I V I N T. Vivant. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is basically you can control your home security through your phone yes no matter where you are unless you uh if you have a internet connect device yeah so it basically it depends on what kind of setup that you have you have your standard control panel that's in your home um and then depending on what options you add on to it with a doorbell camera with security cameras Mm -hmm. indoor cameras um and pretty much anything that has what's considered a z-wave Technology. It's a uh, wireless technology for these devices to right. communicate with it's the a wireless home standard. Panel. Yes, oh, one of the standards. A secure, yeah, and it's a secure standard meant for security, <laughs> <laughs> home security. Um, but there's there's door locks. There are garage door adapters. There are uh, thermostats. There are water sensors. There are all kinds of stuff that all fit within this that have a Z-Wave component mm-hmm. and therefore can integrate with the security system. Um, you can even, if you wanted to, do your own makeshift security system with this Z-Wave component. They actually have uh, programs that are out there, uh, Linux based, and um, now can you put it like like hook it up to like a Raspberry, or do you need like yes? Okay, that's exactly that's uh, a friend of ours actually was uh, looking into doing something like that, and actually had a uh, a home automation system that mm-hmm. communicated with Z-Wave, so you okay. could take everything that I that you got with like the Vivint alarm system and then connect it to a home automation system if you wanted to. Now with that, you're not getting the monitoring because I'm guessing that it includes monitoring if you buy it from them. So yeah, if you do it through Vivint, yes, you have the home monitoring. But if you don't, you're on your own. Correct. Which is a lot of different things that uh, companies are doing. They charge you. They'll give you the stuff like at market, the the sensors and the control panel for at market price, but charge you more for the monitoring Yes, and that's going to, again, depending on what options you get, will change your monthly yeah. price. Uh, you start getting into more of the, the expensive cameras. A la carte b- yes. bundles. It's the cable industry of security. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll, I've got firsthand experience with Vivint, and I absolutely love it. Phenomenal. Um, the great service so far. The, um, the actual alarm itself is very loud, mm-hmm. works very, very well. And I do like the fact that it's the Z-Wave components because then I can look around for other things third party. And if I find something I like, as long as it's Z-Wave, I can install it in the house, connect it to the alarm cool. system, and increase the features of the alarm system. That's awesome. Yeah, because you have that. And it's basically it, everything, all of this that we're talking about is has stemmed from ADT and how back mm-hmm. in the day, for what, 30 years they've been in the business? 
they have home security. Yeah, they've definitely been in the business for a while. But for decades. That's also kind of their downside, too. Yeah, because they're kind of like the big name. Everyone knows ADT and security. You've seen the commercials on TV. You hear it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to, I guess, the smart invasion, everything was all wire-based. You had to have mm-hmm. a phone line dedicated to or have a phone line dedicated yes. for your, your home security system. You see, we see in the movies where people go to the house or the business and cut the phone line yeah. and it cuts the the, uh, the lights and the homes in the security system. Nowadays, you don't have to worry about that because it's all through your internet connection. It's all wireless. Which is still kind of funny if you think about it because then they just cut your cable line and yeah, it's, it's the same thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of a sudden you'd be playing a game, all of a sudden you're... Everything goes out. The lights don't go out, but all of a sudden you're just like, oh, the cable internet's out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then you get evaded. Yeah. <laughs> but everything has moved within, let's say, five, ten years. And now it's like wireless sensors, wireless keypads. Everything's wireless. Yes. Um, another thing is Ring, which I have. Mm-hmm. And we use a lot. We just have the doorbell. We don't have the extra all the bells and whistles security system, and that's actually pretty good. Every once in a while, I have an issue. I have to call up, or I might have to deal with something where I had to change the uh, trans- power transformer because the original one in the house wasn't working anymore. Couldn't hold it. Couldn't hold it. It was original from the eighties. Oh, okay. That's it's only like ten volts or something, and he's like twenty four. <laughs> so I had to deal with that and had to take care of it, but it's working again. But now they also have a um, uh, outside door lights and cameras. Mm, yes. So you yes. have your floodlights and, and it has a camera and you can actually talk and have two-way conversation through a doorbell and the, the lights and all that. Which is really nice. Yeah. It is really nice. The only downfall is, of course, with all these systems, you have the per-month plan. Mm-hmm. With Ring, you can do, it's like $3... Um, $30 a year or so I forget it's like per month I think three bucks a, uh, three bucks a month something you can do like that and now it goes up to one device if you want to do multiple devices you're up to maybe a hundred dollars to have up to ten devices a month or no, a year? per year oh, okay I was gonna say that woo not worth it a hundred mm. bucks a year <laughs> I mean a month yeah no, no that's <laughs> now you're talking to like car payment territory <laughs> yeah yeah so a lot of them, and I want to talk about with the, I think it's uh, Canary changed their um, pricing structure. Okay. They used to have a, uh, of course it's like a bait and switch. That's why I think it is. It's for free, you get your monitoring and your video recordings. Of, it's an indoor camera. Within past, like last year, they changed it before you had to pay per month or per year pricing. And they put everything behind paywall behind that paywall so you can't download your videos and and all sorts of stuff it really irked a lot of people yeah when they absolutely because it. it's like oh i get a camera it's awesome and i get free recordings and six months later oh you want me to pay for this <laughs> i can't do night vision now well that's not what i signed up for so that's just one of the bad things about the, the dark side of these, these type of systems. Absolutely. They they rope you in all of a sudden. Yeah, we're going to change a plan on you. And you have hundreds of dollars of stuff on your house that you can't really change out unless you want to spend more hundreds of thousands of dollars. Correct. Yeah, because anytime you get a different system, they're going to charge you to take down the old system. Or if you do it yourself, you got to buy all new devices because yep. it's either it's not Z-Wave or Zigbee or mm-hmm. it's its own proprietary system. Yeah, it, I'll tell you what. When we first moved into the house that we live in now, it, one of the things that actually deterred me away from such a big name like ADT was actually their approach. Like, I get that there's people in our neighborhood that have ADT, and that's fine, good for them. Nothing wrong with it, but... Within the first couple of weeks, we literally had someone come to our door almost every other day. Yeah. And it's, it's getting a little overkill. Like, we're, we're still... At the time, we were just laying floors in the house. Like, <laughs> we weren't moved in. There was nothing going on in the house. We did not need the constant interruption. Yeah. And they're, they were nuts about it. And finally, I told one of the... Because I was looking into other options. Aside, I was looking into them, but I was looking into the other options. And 
I finally, I was like, look, here's what I'm able to get from this other company. Can you even come close? And the guy literally looked me in the face. He goes, that's a good deal. Can you give me the information? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, just call them. Like, it's not difficult. I'm not some crazy, like... You don't say, like, hey, I'm Joe from... Oh, I'm I'm not from (laughs) ADT. <laughs> Makes me think of like the the Geico commercials, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the other guys from the competitors. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, you're you're nuts. Just call them. Like yeah. that's their pricing plans. If you're really so single mind focused, there's others out there. Yeah, so, and that's especially that's what, now. That's what killed it for me was that that. Well, constant. I I don't know. If I, I posted a video of a uh, had a um, I guess a salesman came up to our door. Mm. Uh, he came up two steps. I guess he saw the ring doorbell on uh, by the door, threw up his hands, turned around, <laughs> said some choice words, <laughs> and left. It's like, that's just like kind of like a uh, deterrent almost to... It is. You know, and it's funny too, because it's... I can see both sides of the coin with ring, and it was one of the, one of the things that I was looking at was... It's nice having that mm-hmm. recognition. You know, so people walk up, they know it's there, but at the same same side, or other side of it, I don't like things to be that obvious true you know ring it rings it looks nice like they've done a good job with their design but they it's still very big you it's, know what i mean like well, it's i have to i have to interject because august doorbell it's basically take like a um a coke can the bottom of it, it looks from the bottom down it's a little bit bigger than that their their lock is no yes. no the doorbell they have they have a video. I know they door- have a yeah. I know they have a video but doorbell. It's it's either it's an August doorbell, which is about it's a circular uh, design, and it's, it's it's just weird. It's it's and all these companies they, when you look at a consumer, do we really want to say, oh, I see you have the Ring doorbell. I like to get one too because I can see the name brand on it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like uh, sneakerheads like, oh, you got a Nikes, I got Adidas. <laughs> That's just one of the things that they're constantly putting their name on a, on a device. Yeah, it's like brand recognition. Yeah, that's it gets when you a name have, out there. When you have friends and family over and they see it and they go, oh, what do you think of that? Yeah. You know, but like the. Because we have a, a doorbell camera through our system and it's. What I like about it is unless you knew, mm-hmm. you wouldn't. Like if you knew what to it look looked, for. Well, it looks different than a normal doorbell that, it, you know, it the regular ding dong. It definitely yeah. does. Um, but that's kind of what I, I like about it is a lot of people like it. I think I don't remember. I think we posted a, a video of it. We had a couple of kids that were oh, the, yeah, to I've play seen that. The, the ding dong ditch. Yeah. And they came up and you could see them looking in the corners for security cameras and look <laughs> at the doorbell and they're looking everywhere. And they did not recognize that that was a doorbell camera. Oh, had there no is so idea. many videos out of uh, kids. I just look for like a video doorbell ding dong niche. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to see. Um, and it just, that's kind of what I like about it because if so, it, don't get me wrong. It is nice for people to walk up mm-hmm. if they have malicious intent, see it, know what it is immediately and turn around and walk away. Like that's cool. But there's also something to be said for the opposite mm-hmm. to have them come up, not recognize it, Cause their malicious intent, and guess what? Gotcha. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, you get evidence exactly, and, and it's a nice thing too because it's so many videos of like uh, UPS and uh, delivery people just tossing your packages at your front door. I got one too where I had a video <laughs> of the lazy lazy FedEx driver. He comes uh, just chauntering up, drops the package in front of the door, chaunters away, say, <laughs> like, "Oh." I'm, Today was a bad day, I guess. Yeah, it just wasn't his <laughs> like, time. I hope my stuff's not broken. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of the things that it's part of the security system that has just grown up with the, with the times. Mm-hmm. Now, now you have the cameras on the outside. Let's talk about cameras on inside your house. Like, like I said, yeah. with the Canary Nest Cam, uh, Arlo has all these cameras you can put up in your living room or mm-hmm. sometimes people put them in their bedrooms for whatever reason well and that kind of ties in a little bit with the with like baby monitors because it kind of there's a, a line between mm-hmm. just standard indoor camera and a specific baby monitor and a lot of them tend to sell one as the other yeah. you know just kind of depends you google search for one and the same camera pops up regardless um i can definitely see a benefit to it 
but I'm just not quite there yet. Yeah, because you have to be in the mindset that you're constantly on camera. Mm-hmm. You have to, in the back of your mind, oh, I'm watching TV in the nude. Oh, I'm on camera. And in case someone wants to be like war driving through your neighborhood and hacks into <laughs> your wireless system. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. it. A lot of people don't have the security on the wireless or they think they're secure and it's not very secure at all. No. Um, I, I absolutely know my home wireless right now is very it's secure it's there but it's not very secure and i yeah, know if, this. if someone wants to break in they they could yeah but absolutely. you have to be targeted i mean exactly yeah. i would 100 percent have to be targeted for it and they'd have to be in my neighborhood basically outside my house mm-hmm. like they would they would have to know what they're doing yeah am i going to change it absolutely but am i going to do it today no i'm lazy <laughs> <laughs> with everybody else i mean <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it the next day. <laughs> it will get there. It will get there. But Eventually. I've got a new wireless router. Like, I've got everything there. I just, mm-hmm. I'm going to design it from scratch from the beginning instead of right now with just your generic Linksys with a password, you know. And just throw it out there, yeah. Yeah, it's just something quick to throw together. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things that we want to keep our families safe and feel protected. Mm-hmm. And in case something does happen, because even with you have all this stuff uh, on the outside, inside your house, somebody will eventually break in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You, now you have evidence of what, who they are, what they look like, what they took. I mean, most, all this stuff is like HD 1020, 1080. Oh, very, very uh, high clear. quality. Well, and that, and depending on the system you have, you could, for the most part, be viewing it live. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? because you'll get a notification, mm-hmm. motion detected or uh, sound detected. Oh, I can see uh, the neighborhood kids broken in the house. I don't know where, where you live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll you'll know who they are. Or I'm gonna get my TV tonight. <laughs> or with the with security systems again, like like Vivint. And this sounds like we're sponsored by them, but we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> but they're just one of the many that have the same features. Um, but you can actually speak to whoever's in your house through the security system. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot of the cameras will have that same kind of feature. It just may not be as clear as a speaker. Yeah. You'd be like talking say, Hey, just don't rip the cable out. Just pull it out. Okay. I don't want to replace. The- <laughs> so it's, that also makes a big difference, you know, and uh, with the monitoring, you know, whether you have ADT or Vivint or any of the other ones, mm-hmm. when they do that communication, they it's, know instantly that someone's actually in the house, and they tend to get a faster response because yeah. Of that. Then then they're all are they are the ones calling the cops, and mm-hmm. and a lot of them also have uh, sensors for like smoke and fire. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, maybe you left your oven on, and the cat gets on, jumps on it, burns itself, and starts to run through the house, catching everything on fire. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> it's quite the image. <laughs> hey, just just imagine it. You left. I am. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Cat, flaming cat running around the house. <laughs> it's possible. It, it sure, absolutely <laughs> is. So also, and you have your smoke detector, smoke detector going off, and the fire alarm is going off, and your uh, monitoring company has said, "Oh, we're going to call the fire department and the cops, mm-hmm. and they'll give you a call. Say, hey, you're, this is what's going on. Yep. So they give they give you the heads up, so you can leave work. Say, hey, my house is burning." <laughs> We actually had a, a situation uh, similar to that. Not not the flaming cat, thank God. Um, but we had the glass break sensor go off, and both of us were at work, and we got the phone call from the alarm system on top of the the app on our phone from the alarm system going off, and we were able to pull up the in this case doorbell camera. We're like, mm, don't see anything, <laughs> but we went checked it out. Everything was fine. Something must have just you know when you have tile floors and wood yeah. floors, it doesn't take something but small metal piece to hit just the right pitch oh and it's like plastic on a wood floor like a plastic something container falling on the floor it does sound very loud we okay we had in the middle of the night um uh we have a big baby gate and it's got interchangeable panels in it it's Mm -hmm. got this metal pole that goes in between each panel um well, we have it just open instead of completely closed. So we have an extra metal pole that we had just sitting on top of some bar stools in the kitchen. And the cat decided in the middle of the night that it wanted to play with this metal pole, <laughs> knocked it off the bar stools onto the tile, glass break sensor. <laughs> like two in the morning. Uh, Whew, that's a wake up. <laughs> well, then you wanted to get up at that early, right? Oh, good God. 
but we know it works. Yeah, at least, yeah, you know the system works. <laughs> See, that's why we have drills. Fire drills, tornado drills. If you didn't test it, how would you know it works? Mm -hmm. So we want to say just look at your options because there are so many choices out there. And what you are comfortable with. Do you want uh, your high-level privacy? Mm -hmm. uh, just get automated locks if you want to do that or get regular deadbolts. Correct. I mean, there's there are so many options. It really, school. really kind of depends on what it is, what you're wanting to get out of it, and what you're willing to put into it. Yeah. Uh, like you kind of mentioned earlier, you have the August locks, which I think are awesome. Uh, they're just a little on the expensive side. For yeah, for for now. But I mean, to get something like that where you no longer have to hand out physical keys, mm -hmm. like I think that is a great idea. Absolutely, it is love because it. how many times have we lost our keys? Mm-hmm. If you say, oh, I never lost my key, guess what? Yeah, you have. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has done that. Or even if not a matter of losing your keys, if you have, you can set the August lock so that when you get in with a, uh, within a small range, excuse me, uh, when you get w within a range, it will auto unlock. Okay. Yeah. Geofencing. So, yeah. So you can actually have it. I mean, who hasn't had their hands full of groceries, a kid, car seat, God only knows. And having to walk to the front door and then set everything down to get the keys out of the pocket to unlock the door. If you're in our case, you got a dog inside who's excited <laughs> trying to get out. You're trying to keep it in. Like, it's so much easier in this case to just, you get in proximity, door auto unlocks, you just open up and walk in. Yep. So much easier. Like, I think that's great. But again, you got to have the, the technology. You got to have the understanding that... As you do these things, yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're secure, but there's always the risk. Yeah, because you, you have your wallet, let's say, wall of security, and you have these little holes mm -hmm. being punched in your in your wall. Yeah, you might feel secure, but if you want to be, if you're going to be targeted, you made somebody made you, you made someone mad, mm -hmm. and they have the skills, a certain set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, if you're a single guy that's got the home security system, you got the crazy ex. Yeah, these things happen. <laughs> Instead of going to Home Depot, getting new keys and new locks, yeah. just change the code through your phone. Done. <laughs> so yeah, it's you have lots of choices, and the best thing to do is to do your own research. Mm -hmm. What you're comfortable with, what kind of if you have Amazon Alexa stuff, you might want to look for that uh, stuff that integrates with that, or if you got Google Home mm -hmm. or uh, Apple's HomeKit. It's whatever stuff that you have currently to add on to. Absolutely. Instead of getting, you have HomeKit, but you want to use Alexa stuff. Well, they're not going to really talk to each other right now, but mm -hmm. maybe in the future they'll work out. But and for if, now, you have to figure out which ecosystem you want to live in. Absolutely. And if you're, if you're unsure, ask. Mm -hmm. You'd be surprised. Ask, ask us. Ask, ask your friends, family. One hundred percent. We'd love it, actually. Um, but ask around because you'd be surprised. It's not. It's a subject people talk about, but not a, not a subject people really think about until you're in the situation mm -hmm. or something bad has happened, and now you're doing reactive. Or, or if you're uh, at Home Depot, all of a sudden, oh, I heard about these smart locks, and you're standing in front of the aisle. <laughs> and I lit this huge amount of smart locks. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that's a sales guy. He probably doesn't know. Or he's told to push a specific yeah, product. Yeah, he's like, oh, or... Slag is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get August. <laughs> yeah. So, absolutely. Ask around. So, yeah, that's the thing. Ask around. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and move into the main story or main topic. Now... The main topic is imagination. RPGs and your kids. That's right. Let them let let their imagination grow. Let's let's get these kids to become productive geeks. <laughs> <laughs> Not the lazy about geeks. No, no, no the no, productive no. geeks. That's right. <laughs> no, it's you probably if you watched uh, Stranger Things, mm -hmm. you or if you're listening to this show, you probably know about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, if you, I would friends, hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's been what since the seventies, sixties oh. that the game has been out. Seventies, seventies. Okay, I want to say seventies. Yeah. So, if you don't know, look it up. Yeah, or just <laughs> ask your friend. Ask us. just straight. Look it up. <laughs> but it's basically you have a group of people and they go on an adventure 
using their their imagination yes and they have they create characters they're elves or orcs or humans and night elves it's, it's definitely on the extreme end of geekiness mm-hmm. but what's funny about it is a lot of people don't realize how fun it really is, it is. until you play mm-hmm. it oh it's amazing because you can have you can if you can think of the most insane way of going through like a situation let's say uh your party is facing off a, a 30 foot troll <laughs> okay what do you do well, if you're Harry Potter, you try to stick your wand up its nose. <laughs> well, that's not going to work because <laughs> you need to roll for initiative. Oh, okay. <laughs> and how many hit points do you have? Two. Okay, so let's see what you roll. <laughs> but it's just one of those things that, okay, you have so many variations of how to confront that particular situation. You can go for the serious, oh, I am going to take, I am going to do the magic spell of blah, blah, blah. And throw a huge fireball at it. <laughs> well, it's one of those things. It's been around forever. It's something that a lot of people are aware of, but it has become a little more well known in the mainstream. Yeah. Kind of like how your comic books were, you know, it was always been around. There's always been a fan base for it. Then all of a sudden they start making movies about it and the fan base blows up and it becomes popular. Yeah, because more people that didn't know about it say, oh, it's this cool thing. That seems awesome. Yeah, so Stranger Things has definitely put quite a popular spin on it and mm-hmm. has brought a lot of attention to it. Uh, a lot of people don't even realize in E.T., in yeah. the very beginning of E.T., that's what they're playing Dungeons they're playing- and Dragons. Yeah, like it's... It's been there forever, just people don't... Either they know about it and they're just, they think of the extreme end of the geekiness or <laughs> they don't even quite realize that that's what's going on. Nerds! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, but think about it. It's like, um, you have they feel like, oh, well, I'm going to get bullied and made fun of for doing this. Well, guess what? You can turn it back. Say, uh, Bill, you do your uh, fantasy fo- yep. football, right? That's the same thing, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking at your your any your, fantasy sport yeah. is is along the same lines um you got the same thing with um oh crap, i just lost it <laughs> <laughs> it's there it's right there i can see it no it's not <laughs> <laughs> oh well we'll move on you're lying <laughs> yeah it's gone but yeah it's just to get you it's so much because kids do this already they when you see them playing they're making up these weird stories and Absolutely. they got characters and they're using their imaginations. You got the little Barbie dolls and they're making up all kinds of little stories or the G.I. Joes or mm-hmm. you're out playing uh, even cowboys and Indians back in the day. Yeah. That's that was all still that was all role play, which that's what this is, is role play. Just there's more stats, there's more numbers and there's you roll dice to figure out if you make anything like there's <laughs> it's so much more in that world. Yeah, because you can't go say, well, I'm going to. Uh, slice across your, your, your stomach with my broadsword. Well, no, because I have the invincible armor on. <laughs> well, that's not fair. No, you use your, use your stats and you have your dice to figure out, okay, and all of a sudden you rolled a one. Well, wah, wah, wah. exactly. <laughs> Instead of trying to push the ogre off the edge, you just give it a gentle hug. <laughs> a nice little tickle. <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of these things that, that uh, you have here a book. It's like the ABCs of RPG. Yeah, so I... It gets them started on the right path. I was so excited when I saw this, uh, you know, having my little one who's almost a year now. Um, I absolutely wanted to do something to kind of introduce her to this world because mm-hmm. it's something that I hope, and we'll, we'll see how she is when she gets older, but I hope it's something that she's going to enjoy and it's something that her and I can enjoy together. Uh, so I figure why not start simple? So with most little kids within the first year or two, uh, you always have those simple, you know, ABCs, A for Apple, mm-hmm. B for, you know, whatever, boat. Um, <laughs> yeah. So basically this is the same thing, but it's all about uh, RPGs. And so it goes through like A is for adventure and I'm not reading the whole story there's story time with show no yeah no we're not going through that uh you know g is for game master you know and all that stuff i think they have o for owlbear which is awesome yep there it is um <laughs> so it kind of introduces them to the the world and you know small little key phrases yeah. that are within the game 
and it kind of gives them something to go, well, what is this to get them interested? And then once they get to a point where they actually want to play, there was just recently, uh, there was an article about, uh, uh, RPGs for specifically for younger kids mm-hmm, okay. that's being developed out there. Well, I'd like to see that uh, the Pokemon card game is in some way. Yeah, to a degree, I, I could agree with that because you have your numbers, you have your stats, and it's card versus card. Mm-hmm. And every kid knows that if their point value doesn't match up, then they don't win. Like, yeah, and just... they learn the math and like two plus two or whatever. It's a, it's a good way. To learn certain things. Same thing with RPGs. Um, now, with like going in a full blown D and D campaign with your kid, you're not going to all of a sudden just say, "Hey, let's do this and have a good like two year campaign <laughs> every week or every other week." <laughs> I mean, if you're dedicated, you will. Yes. <laughs> and you go have permadeath. Yeah. <laughs> And if your DM doesn't like you, well, the boulder is going to roll on top and kill your character. <laughs> that's just one of the hardships. You don't want to make your DM mad. No, you always bring they, them, they control everything. Always bring them a chocolate or a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of the things. Like, okay, how would you go about uh, like a slow ramp up, or like I said, full board? Let's full tilt to the wall. See, for me, I would think slow ramp up. I would like to. The way that I'm hoping to go about this is not only introduce them, obviously, to the world through books mm-hmm. and stories, and I'm sure they're going to see me play with my friends, you know, at the house, and they're going to want to roll the dice. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not really going to know what's going on, but they're just going to want to roll the dice because it's fun. Uh, and it's going to be a slow introduction, but then outside of that, just your standard board games. Get them used to sitting down and playing a game that's built for kids. Old school Candyland. Which Sorry. is the best, yeah. Yeah. Shoots and ladders, I mean. Game of life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Those, in a sense, are kind of small versions of role-playing games. Because we played uh, the game of life. And it was always fun because when you get to the point where you have start having kids uh, in the game, <laughs> you play with your kid. All of a sudden, I, made, I got a, um, uh, a son. And I was like, oh, my name's, his name is uh, Pablo. <laughs> He's my adopted son from Argentina. <laughs> I just played it all throughout the whole game. <laughs> so me and Pablo are millionaires. So I'm a movie star. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. So you start from the uh, simple beginnings of that. Of course. And that gets them used to sitting yeah. down and playing a game start to end for a period of time to get them used to sitting down and playing an RPG over what's usually a longer period yeah, of time. Yeah, a couple hours if you want to do it right. Depending on how well you and how bad you roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that fight is a quick fight or it goes into a long, drawn-out battle. Oh, we've we've had quite a few that were supposed to be much longer that ended up in one or two rolls. <laughs> <laughs> but is this also, it doesn't have to be like uh, dragons, Dungeons and Dragons. You can. Oh, absolutely not. You can do like Star Trek. You can do any kind of, any kind of genre. Oh, they have one. It's uh, Mutants and Masterminds. Mm-hmm. It's all superhero-based. Um, uh, Champions Online was is a RPG mm-hmm. board uh, type of game. Absolutely. Before the video games came, they've got your your Star Trek. Uh, they've got your um, uh, they've got like zombie ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually did a homebrew one where we played ourselves in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they've got uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They've got that version. That that's quite interesting, actually. Uh, there, there's all now, is kinds. it prequel Star Wars or original spinoff? Okay, yeah. We don't talk about the prequel. <laughs> Those are kind of. Like... I want to play Padme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to Tatooine because it's sand. It's coarse. It's grainy and gets everywhere whatever the quote is i'll play hannikin but i'll get the high ground this time <laughs> well you're not gonna kill all the younglings oh no i'll still do that just when it comes time instead you're of bad, bad instead of getting man. yelled at for not having the high ground i'll actually take the high ground <laughs> or you know jump to the left or the right <laughs> but did you roll good for it well you know we'll see how that turns out yeah the dice are not for you oh, that's fair they were usually not <laughs> But it's, I think it's something that kids 
could absolutely enjoy and my hope keyword hope <laughs> is that it's something that in this case my daughter will absolutely enjoy and will play with her friends mm-hmm. like to see that get transferred on to the next generation is what's going to be really exciting for me now the uh, latest thing i've seen is with of course with youtube and everything and when geek and sundry first started on youtube how many years ago they had a show called tabletop hosted by still hosted by will wheaton and mm-hmm. uh, i noticed after a few months of that show being on YouTube, Target was carrying the games and they had a sticker as seen on tabletop. Before you go walk through the toy toy aisle, all you see is like the the, the big players, Life, Monopoly, yes, Shoots and Ladders. But now you got like Sellers, Catan, all these Kickstarter board games out there. Especially Target's actually been really Target, good yeah, about really that. Good at that. I mean, they were they were selling. Um, Oh, what was that one? What's the one? Uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, like which is kind of surprising for what it is. Like <laughs> it's a fun game. Oh, it's a great game. <clears throat> Excuse me. But they they really are carrying a variety, which is very cool. Very yeah. very cool of them. Which it gets the main the the mainstream people that walking by. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's this game? This looks by the box art looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that draws you in. Oh, well, the game is actually fun. Oh, and that's absolutely the best way to start. I mean, who... It, it's almost... It's interesting to me, and it, it could be just the where you know where things are currently with my own life. Having a one-year-old, the thing's been kind of crazy. Um, but family fun time, like the actual sitting down with friends and family and playing board games yeah. seems to be making a comeback, which is really, really cool. Yeah, for what... For the past many years, it was wasn't there yeah at least it didn't seem like it was yeah so it's to me get together with a group of friends and just bring a random game and play (laughs) be surprised the kind of fun that's out there i actually got a couple of new ones that i'm waiting to try out uh i got the exploding kittens i've heard of that (laughs) i haven't played it i haven't played it yet either but i have it (laughs) um and then i also got the uh the cyanide and happiness comic strip game oh really there's because I, I read i read them all the time but i didn't know they had a game coming yeah. out yeah <laughs> it's it's just like uh cards against humanity okay except cyanide and ha- happiness cartoon so every card is a panel <laughs> and you would everyone has a handful of panels basically and you would lay down two panels and then everyone lays down the third part of the panel to complete the strip and then whoever gets the best one wins yeah you know <laughs> The funniest one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or um, the most uh, uh, socially awkward one. <laughs> however, it depends on the people you're playing with. Yeah, what their uh, <laughs> rule set would be at that time. Absolutely. So it's, I really, one of these days we're going to end up doing that. I know that. But I'm I'm having a hard time trying to control myself when it comes to new <laughs> games that are out there. Uh, just recently, I ended up getting the Fallout uh, board game, the tabletop game for Fallout. Okay. That's, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. Do you get that it's come with like fun. a Pip Boy? Where do you get like the little figures and you get little figures okay. so you could play a super mutant or a ghoul or a, a vault dweller or anything like that? But it's really interesting. Uh, I played through it with a, a friend of mine and actually Cliff, who was on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we played through it to see what it was like, and it's very interesting because it's not uh competitive, okay. so it's not like me versus you. But it is only one winner. Okay. But it's not so like I couldn't attack you directly uh, oh, in that sense. Hmm. But it just like within Fallout, if you play that franchise, it's uh, whoever comes out on top, you know, like in the Fallout has 4. has the most uh, supplies. And, yeah, in yeah. Fallout 4, you can be either the Brotherhood or Minutemen or the Institute or something like that. Mm-hmm. It, those fra- Those factions are still within this game. Okay. But those factions can win whether or not you've joined them. So the Brotherhood of oh, Steel could okay, end up winning plays, the game, yeah. but me and you could lose because we weren't a part of the Brotherhood of Steel. Or I because they win. have they, they they had a they, better chance of getting more stuff. They gained an influence throughout the game through the choices that you make. The choices you make actually affect the game. It's choices like a, have mat, uh, consequences. Yeah, it's a it's a choose your own adventure board game. Basically, <laughs> it's it like I said, it's a lot at first. But it's actually really, really cool. Okay. Yeah. So I it's, definitely have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I have to really 
be watch myself because I'll find like these games. I'm like, ooh, that'd be cool. But then it's like sixty bucks for a board game, and oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of them are they're uh, Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Mm-hmm. Or that's that's now like this huge thing for these these uh, independent game makers starting up because, like I said, you had your big your big boys like Monopoly and mm-hmm. Mattel and uh, whoever Parker Brothers. Now you have these small guys, small like a small team of people putting together a game, and they put it on a Kickstarter and say, "All right, here's our stuff, mm-hmm. and we think it's awesome. Give us money so we can make it even better and there, get it out there." There's um, uh, speaking of which, I actually saw uh, just a couple of days ago. I was at Walmart, uh, and again, just because this is what I am, I go up and down the toy aisles <laughs> just to look, you know. But I always make a point to stop in the Lego aisle and the games aisle. Those are at minimum, if I'm in a rush, I have to go down at least those two. <laughs> um, so I was going down the games aisle just recently, and they have a Monopoly that's actually made for younger kids. Okay. So it's not necessarily the Monopoly we're used to. That's right. It's, well, now they also have the uh, Cheaters edition. Yeah, that, that looks interesting. <laughs> um, so if you, if you have someone in your family that is constantly trying to cheat. This is the game for them. And yeah, it's, the rule set on that is pretty funny. You basically you have to cheat in the game, and the whole point is to not get caught. Yeah, um, but the kids version is they have a little, uh, you know how Monopoly's been going recently with Actually, electronic. I, I think I have a version here, <laughs> Monopoly kids version here. Uh, but they recently they've been going with like the credit cards and mm-hmm. stuff like okay. that. They it's kind of along those lines, and they have a little computer system, like a little tablet thing that you can play the game with. So as you do the money part of it, it will actually go through the mathematics of oh, it to kind of so show the kids, them. Yeah, they're kinda, not they're not uh, overwhelmed. Correct, and yeah. they're not trying to where they get flustered because you're trying to t- teach them. So you owe me twenty grand. Come yeah. on, you're trying to teach them economics in the middle of a board game. They <laughs> they can still play the game while the economics goes on, and then they can learn as they grow. Yeah. So it was quite. I thought that was actually really brilliant of them. That my biggest problem. I love Monopoly, but there are so many different flavors of it. It's the same it game, is. but just so many flavors. That's just the physical versions. There's so many f- versions on, on that alone, not counting the game, <laughs> mobile games, video yeah. games. It's like. How many times it Monopoly is like the is a Monopoly? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Monopoly. Yes, that's like the one thing everyone knows: PB and J, um, uh, rock music, and Monopoly and oh. apple pie. All great things. <laughs> All great things. America. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's I'm I'm getting excited for the kinds of games that we can play. My wife and I, uh, within the past couple of months, we're actually trying to look at what the age limit for those because we wanted to start trying to play games, knowing that she's only a year, she's not going to know. You well, know what I mean? Come but on. To, get on the ball you know? <laughs> to introduce her to it. You know, mm-hmm. to see the board games, hold the pieces, even if she's just chewing on the tip of a sorry piece. <laughs> you know what I mean? And all of them, her, her, her yeah. yeah. Her mother and I freaking out because she might swallow it. You know, yeah. if it's something along that, that's fine. You know, but it's still, it's something she will grow up. Well, you can use her as a piece. Those pieces. No, well, maybe yeah. sense, you can yeah. put on a board. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move. Yeah. <laughs> Tell one year old not to move, <laughs> please. <laughs> but it'll just be nice, you know, for her to have memories of. You know, she's obviously not going to remember being one years old, but when she's three, she's going to mm-hmm. have a memory of when she's two. You know what I mean? So she'll grow up with those memories, and they'll just grow with her as she does. Yeah, and she she'd be already knowing how to play or have the basic understanding and say, "Oh, well, this is fun. This well, it's a fun thing to do. It's going to be just a normal part of life. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be we go five, six years, and all of a sudden go. You know what? Family game night. We're going to play a board game, and she's so used to playing video games or you know being on the phone or god only knows you know what i mean that sitting down and playing a board game is going to be just draw yeah you know if she's grown up with being it, forced to do it yeah if she's grown up with it where we're playing game nights or board games and even if she's not involved if she's playing with her toys but the family you know myself and all of her quote-unquote uncles you know and the <laughs> friends of ours you know that come over right. are playing games that's, it's just going to be a normal part of life, and she's going to want to include herself and go from there. At least 
that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> we never know. And then all of a sudden, she's like, I hate you. Yeah. Slam the door, goes running yeah. off. <laughs> Teenagers. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Deep sigh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things. Also, looking at it, is the um, bringing it into the mainstream with like uh, TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I mentioned earlier with Geek and Sundry. Um, if you watched it, you can watch them on uh, Twitch. And they have a show called Crit- uh, Critical Role, mm-hmm. which is a D&D based campaign game that they uh, televise. Mm-hmm. And it's actually highly entertaining. It's not for kids. It's for adults. <laughs> but it's just something fun to do. And it's fun not fun to do, but it is fun to do. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Yeah, because if I remember correctly, those those are like voice actors that are playing yeah. that. So as they're playing the characters, they are voicing their characters. They're, yeah, they're voicing their characters, and they're they're in character. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to very funny effect. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like uh, the one that I like to to watch is Acquisitions Incorporated, which is a once a year thing through PAX, mm-hmm. and just absolutely hilarious, absolutely hilarious. But I don't see why. I mean, depending, depending. I don't see why kids couldn't watch that, you know, uh, and I'm sure there there might be others out there. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's probably the way that it's going to end well, up going. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, right now, if you pull up Twitch right now, you can go, go to uh, a board game section and uh, as a creative section where they do have all the different channels set up. They do D&D, different people who do it. Mm-hmm. And they have all sorts of stuff, and they advertise or not advertise, but um, broadcast playing board games and stuff like that and to their fans and people who watch. And it's actually it's growing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not not just watching people play PUBG and Overwatch. It's people playing board games or doing D and D now. See, and it's really funny because like I, I could sit and watch someone play a game like D and D. I could sit and watch someone play that no problem whatsoever. That's entertaining for me. Watching someone play Counter-Strike or, you know, Call of Duty or, you know, Grand Theft Auto, any yeah. any of those games, not as entertaining to me. It, you have to watch the right one, though. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all dependent on the, the presenter and how they're portraying themselves out there. I mean, you'll sit there, watch some, I've seen it some so many times, people just sit there and play a game when they're, camera on them just playing a game not saying anything um okay (laughs) okay well this is what i'm gonna do over here oh yeah i'm already bored (laughs) (laughs) then you got people like um dr disrespect and his whole character and and all sorts of different characters and people who play these off-the-wall characters Hmm. make their streams more entertaining that's fair. It's and they still... bring in thousands of viewers and dollars, and it's just ridiculous. It is crazy. Or you got people on YouTube making uh, videos. It's the same concept, but it's not live. It's just basically they, they cut, they, they crop down their gaming session to more entertaining parts of it. Okay. They play like Five Nights at Freddy's, and they do jump mm-hmm. scares. Ah. <laughs> Go over the top with that, but. A lot of the stuff going back into the board games is is getting bigger. Yes, absolutely. It's more mainstream. It's it's if it gets past like let's say Twitch and into in YouTube into more like TVs and movies, the same thing will happen with the superheroes and the comic books. Mm-hmm. More and more people see it, think, oh, that is not as geeky and nerdy as I thought it would be, but. Yeah, I that might be interesting to do once or twice, and they do it once or twice. Oh, now they're every week doing the same thing. Well, with the with the rise of the the geek culture that has been going on for a while now, I almost wonder if this is going to be kind of the next step. Is this going it's to like be like a renaissance? Yeah, in a sense, <laughs> you know, is it going to be accepted to do this, or is this going too far? I don't think it's gone too far because, yes, you'll still still have TVs and movies that do the tropes like the geeky kids getting teased for playing D and D. It's like, oh, they always had the nerdy glasses and the <laughs> overall, uh, not the overalls, but the uh, suspenders. And but I don't see it's going too far. Okay, it's going to go to a point where also it's be accepted 
Say, oh, you play D&D? Yeah, well, I play football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be curious to find out what you guys think. If you have any kind of, if you have, if you do like broadcast board games or just let us know your uh, your channels or anything like oh, yeah, that, absolutely. we'll be more than happy to get the word out for you. Yeah. And even watch you. Maybe, if you're entertaining. We'll watch. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a follow on you. I, I'll bump your numbers up. Okay. He's nice. I'm not. <laughs> well, good cop, bad cop. <laughs> we'll play it that way. <laughs> But yeah, or if you have, if you know, or if yourself are making a game mm-hmm. that you want to get the word out, let us know. Absolutely, we'd love to give your game a spin. Yeah, we'll probably even do like a video on playing it. Uh, let's not go crazy. Oh come on! <laughs> See a good cop, bad cop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if let us know, um, let us know on our Facebook page. We got a Facebook group that is pretty active. You want to. Get with everybody else. Uh, if you have ideas or anything else that you want us to cover or talk about or ignore, <laughs> <laughs> definitely let us know. Also on Twitter, let us know on there as well. All right. Well, thank you for listening in and joining us on another episode of the Geek 2.0 podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Joe. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geek 2.0 podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at geek 20 podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at geek20podcast.com for older episodes, news, and much more. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcatcher player of choice. The Geek 2.0 Podcast is part of the Collective Network.